Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the For Us podcast, a podcast for you and for us. Wow. Did you just make that up? On the spot. That's cute, babe. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. It sounded very radio when I just said that. Yeah, though. but I kind of like it. it. It's like kind of the meaning behind our podcast, so it kind of works. Very true. We uh, took uh, two weeks off, I believe. Wait, really? I thought or, it was only one week. Oh, was it one week? Well, I don't know. today, okay, usually the podcast would have been up already today, yes. but it's going up a little later. Today, today is August yes. 1st. Today is August 1st when we're shooting this. Probably will be up August 1st. Um and yeah. Yeah. Today's August 1st. Really quick. I know you have a story, no, but I was just going to say I was supposed to do like a little health and fitness challenge starting August 1st. Not supposed to, but like, I mean, supposed to for myself. I wanted to do it. And I didn't know if I was going to do like no sugar for the month or no bread. Just something that I feel like I've kind of let go of. Usually I'm pretty mm -hmm. conscious of like what I eat and I love to eat healthy and I feel like since being pregnant, I just ate whatever I wanted. And then now I'm kind of just still on that wave and I'm no longer pregnant. So I just wanted to do something healthy and fun. But we have so many like events this month. We're going to weddings. We're going to Disney World. We are going to Disney. And so I just don't know if it's the right timing because I don't ever. I think food is such an experience and to ever like limit yourself from that experience is just not right. I 100% agree. So I'm not so, doing anything like that. <laughs> baby. But maybe, I don't know, I could do it for September or I still could do it up until like our trip. True. I don't know. I don't know. I should have had this like locked in before today because now I'm like under pressure and I have to decide. And I want to eat chilies for dinner. Baby. I don't even like chilies, I don't think. You know, it's something you don't like. But it's but it's something you like where you I just want to go somewhere nostalgic. I don't think I ever had chilies growing up, so it's not what? really nostalgic for me. Go about Applebee's. Yeah, that I like Applebee's. So you want to go to Applebee's instead? Yeah, but I if I'm not no, because <laughs> then I would get the three cheese chicken pate. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, before we get into what we're talking about today, um, we're going to be talking about all things YouTube, um, our POV of youtube the other side we've shared a lot um on our in, on our youtube channel but we want to talk more in depth of uh what you guys don't know show you what all of our work consists of um and all those things and just dig deep huh 
Ah. Yeah, let's dig deep. <laughs> I'm going to make it a goal this whole podcast to not correct anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I did the little thing on Instagram yesterday, Little Miss Blank, and a couple people said Little Miss uh, always correcting Josh's grammar, LOL. Yes, <laughs> Little Miss always correcting me. Yeah, but you know what? I don't do that to anyone else. You should. No, baby. I can only do it to you. Like, if I did that to someone else, that would just be rude. Like, you know? I understand. Okay. Anyways. All right. Well, I do have a story. Savannah usually has a story. <laughs> and this story goes down a history of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me. Have you ever had, like, the worst secondhand embarrassment ever? Because that that was me during this story. I was so embarrassed. Okay. So... This happened actually a couple years ago, right? Wow. Savannah and I, you guys don't know this. I'm pretty sure we can share this now. But Savannah and I were uh, in production of a game show. It was like a quarantine game show, and we were the host. And never happened, obviously. You guys never saw it. And we were on a Zoom FaceTime meeting with the producers. Awesome producers. If you guys are listening, you guys rock. Um we were, oh my gosh. <laughs> What's what also is worse about this story is we've never brought it back up to them. I know. Okay, so if they are listening, wow. Um so <laughs> we're on a face we're on a Zoom call with them talking about the show and like the things and uh how great it's gonna be and all these things. And then at the very end, you know, we're saying goodbye and we're telling them what we're doing that day. And I don't know what was getting what was going on in my brain. Like I had a different level of comfortable with them. Yeah, but okay. In your defense, they were very just sweet and like they cared about us and our life and like <laughs> even shared parts of their life. So it wasn't super, super like it was still business, but okay. it wasn't like business strictly right. like don't talk about your personal life type thing. Thanks for the defending, baby, because I'm so embarrassed. Um <laughs> <laughs> So we're ending the call and Savannah goes, all right, see you guys later. And I'm, and I said, see you guys later as well. And they might've said something. And then I said, all right, love you guys. And then did I just slam the laptop? You guys know the best part about it. You said, love you guys. And then, you know, when there's like, there's always that little awkward <laughs> delay of getting off a zoom call because someone has to end the meeting. So and like you say, us. yeah, like you say bye. And then you have to kind of get to the button. It's just like a teeny tiny delay, but it was that little delay. That's usually just a little tiny, awkward Yes, felt like seven years. It was so long of a delay. I said, I loved you to people that I I don't think we ever seen them in person. Yeah. That was like probably one of our very first meetings. And I said, all right, love you guys. And I slammed the laptop and me and Savannah just were in silence. We stared at each other. We stared at each other and was like, did you just say that? (laughs) Has that ever happened to anybody? Like where you say, I love you to someone, to like a waiter or waitress or, or like those moments where they say, enjoy your food and you say, thanks, you too. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Or, you know, what? that's kind of more, I feel like that's more equivalent to like, if you send a text to the person that you're like the, a text to the wrong person, the person that you're talking oh, about, you send it to yes. them. I don't know. That's not really equivalent, but kind of, cause I had an experience like that. Yes, you did. I was literally, I think I was in like sixth grade and I was hanging out with my friends and I meant to text. There was three of us. I meant to text one of the girls that to tell her that the other girl was annoying me, which is so rude. Why did I do that? Why? So mean of me, but I texted the girl that I was saying was annoying and told her like blank is being annoying and then she looked at me like bro what wait so what happened after that because i don't 
I I know the story. Yeah, but like, we were all in because it was a sleepover, right? No, we were just all hanging out after school. Okay. And after that, I think I just got super awkward. I mean, how do you recover from that? Because like you didn't know that was going to happen. And I think I just kind of laughed and was like, I'm sorry. Like, I I don't think I tried to cover it up because you can't. Yeah. I think I said I was sorry and said that I meant to send it to uh, our other friend. (laughs) Are you friends with this person to this day? No. Wow. No, no, no. But not that. No, no. no. Okay. okay. We just I mean, it was sixth grade. So we're not friends anymore. But. Well, there's our story. If you guys want to hear any other stories, we try to start this uh, podcast off with a with a bang. But let's get into YouTube. Let's get into YouTube. We've done a podcast on the entertainment industry, and we've held off on this topic mainly because uh, our friends um, have done topics about this, and we kind of just wanted to hear what they were saying. We also don't want to re- repeat because as YouTubers. We all know what's up. And uh, also, we just have a different story as well and how we have been a part of this YouTube community. And we're going to share all that in this podcast. Do you want to start with the story of how we came to YouTube? (laughs) And why? Because if you guys don't know, there was never going to be a YouTube channel without Savannah saying, let's start a YouTube channel. Which is so funny because I am the most... I mean, you guys probably don't believe me when I say this, but I'm like a super shy person Yeah, and I'm not comfortable on camera. I mean, okay, now I guess I am, Mm -hmm. but I was not comfortable on camera. I'd never been only like speaking on camera. I'll say comfortable on camera. Yes, because of dance. And I had never been comfortable with public speaking, like speeches in school. It's an absolute no for me. Anything involving speaking is just a no. So I don't know what came over me that I decided that I wanted to start this. Actually, I do. Okay. Yes. But I've never shared this. Go for it. No, but I'm embarrassed. Should I tell him who I saw? Yes. I think you've shared this. Babe. I think you've shared. I don't think I shared the couple. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. Sure. I'll share. We're sharing everything. (laughs) Okay. So I saw, okay. First of all, I was on Facebook. So clearly. How'd you get on Facebook? I don't know. I'm never on Facebook. I mean, I guess it was like 2017. So maybe I used to get on Facebook. Okay. Um, But I saw a wedding video of this random couple that I've never seen before. And I was like, who are these people? Because their wedding was so stunning and it was just beautiful. And I was like, Wow. Like, I was just curious because, you know, I I would think that if I see a wedding that's like super stunning, looks very expensive, whatever the case may be, I would probably know the couple, like maybe they're celebrities or something. But I didn't I'd never seen them before. So I was trying to figure out who they were. Come to find out it was actually um, Cole and Savannah LeBrant. Oh, it was their wedding. Yes. And so then I was like, I went down like a rabbit hole. I was like, wait, what? Like they vlog their life. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is Mm -hmm. this? When is this is 2017? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa, like this is wild. I didn't, I didn't even know, like YouTube was not, not a part of my childhood whatsoever. I had no clue that you could, that people even vlogged their life. Like I truly was completely unaware of that whole space until I feel like until I saw this, this video, I don't know. Like that's the first memory I have of like kind of diving into YouTube and like realizing that it's a whole world. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I saw this video went down a rabbit hole and I was like, babe, we should start a YouTube channel. But it was so funny because we had literally like just started dating. Yeah. I mean, not just, but like maybe like eight months ago. Yeah. We were very comfortable in our relationship and Savannah was like, let's start a YouTube channel. And from my perspective, um, some of you guys may know growing up YouTube and Vine were actually very a part of my upbringing also acting and being on screen and just video editing that was always 
uh, I always had that going on for you guys, me. Josh always wanted to be a YouTuber, but he just couldn't find his big moment oh, until okay. until he met me. <laughs> no, 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 And no, then, no, no. you know, we're such a power team. Savannah, get out of here. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was funny, babe. Thank you. Uh, um. So, yeah, growing up, high school was a high school i did vine and i grew a following on there doing piano videos funny skits and things like that it's so embarrassing um <laughs> i don't it's so embarrassing the people who know know and i have always known what it took to do social media and things like that i knew about um the youtube grind in a sense i didn't watch youtube like i didn't start studying youtube until i was on youtube but i knew about youtube also growing up you didn't watch super mac 18 do you know who that is no idea who that is oh my gosh that's i think that's his name but he's like an og youtuber and uh he made me want to do kind of like stuff on camera not be a youtuber but like stuff on camera and the thing yeah. is i never wanted to be a youtuber um because like before savannah i was already doing s- certain things on social media and things like that like i was doing like inspirational speaking and um uh what is that periscope do you remember periscope yeah i used to go live on periscope all the time and um just kind of just promote the stuff that i would be doing and things like that anyways i was in that industry Savannah comes to me, says, hey, I want to do a YouTube channel. I said, really? Interesting. Okay. Well, if we're going to do this, we're not going to half do it. Like, I don't want to, if we're going to do it, we're going to like do it big in a sense. And um, I don't want to waste my time. Savannah was still um, in the dance industry um, and I was still in the entertainment industry shooting and we were touring and like it was, we knew, we didn't know the weight Cause we also didn't know that we would blow up on YouTube either, but we didn't, we didn't know the weight of what was going to happen, but we also didn't know the, uh, the workload too to balance both our professional work and YouTube. So what happened after that? We just dove right into it. We literally did. We did. I'll never forget. We like, so at the time I was living with like four roommates, yes. I think in LA and we went and we went to Ikea and got like a new picture for my wall <laughs> So we could make my room like look better because that's where we were going to shoot yeah. our first video. And I remember we like made it look nice so we could sit down and shoot Yes, we did. Our very first video was uh, we adopted a fish or welcome to our family something. Well, the title was like we adopted. Oh, yeah. We adopted. Good, babe. We, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so it is good, babe, when like we come up with like a good title or something like that. Anyways, um, and we adopted a fish and then that fish also passed away a few days after that. You guys. Savannah doesn't talk about it because it was definitely her fault. Babe, I still feel bad about that. Don't I'm sorry. It. His name was Kyrie as well. <gasps> Anyways, we, that was our very first video. And you know, that's, that was after doing research and kind of seeing what did you need to do to grow on YouTube in 2017 specifically 2017. Um, if you were around, that was the prank days it also, we're also still in the prank days, but like OG prank days, OG challenge videos, OG science experiments. Um, let's throw some names out there. De'Ara and Ken, um, Gold Juice. Uh, who else? These are people that we were watching and studying. Oh, my gosh. Um, who else? Chris and Queen. Chris and Queen. Um, isn't I'm that, just cracking isn't up. So, 
that we like watched their videos and were like, let's do this. Like what was going through our heads? You guys are probably so shocked that these names are coming out of our mouth right now because we weren't watching. We didn't know that like the other side of YouTube, the side that we're a part of now. Mm -mm. And I think we're kind of also in our own lane in a sense, but like we didn't know the Ace family, uh, LS gang, um, and to all of these channels, by the way, (laughs) um, who else? And then obviously Kaylin and Kyra, who are friends and who have been consistent. Um, and they were, they've said this too. They, you guys know the type of content that they did and other content that they do now. Um, we kind of have like a similar story in a sense. In a sense. So we were watching them do the pranks, do the challenges. And we were like, oh, that's what you got to do. Do you remember when, when you found out that all this stuff was fake? Like yes. when all YouTubers were doing pranks? Yes. I think it was. Because I had to convince you. Yes. Yes. And you were like. Because I was like, babe, that's not fake. Like, I, how are we going to always be pranking each other? Like, this is going to be super hard. When we were watching YouTube after the the prank or something, um, she would always ask me. I'd be like, babe. no, that one was real. I was like, babe, <laughs> no, this camera is in the center of the room and they all see that dog on camera and it is for entertainment purposes only. And now to this day, our most viral video is us completely putting on a show let's talk about that so if you guys go to our popular i i think about putting these videos on private i mean definitely we can i feel like we're not that like if we're making money on them that that matters but i don't think we are anymore we are making money on them oh we're still making money (laughs) (laughs) professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, so there's one title uh it actually i changed the title because i hated it was like a lyric prank where you would um send lyrics to someone and kind of like flirt with them and then it'll get all rowdy anyways our most viral video is called uh we can't believe this happened and this video went viral for a few reasons first reason the drama in it we knew to grow you had to have drama you had to have crying either crying yelling um a breakup of some sort um just some type of drama so in this i brought it all (laughs) i was like babe i'm gonna throw a phone um let's get a fake phone we're gonna crack it and we're gonna throw it against the wall i had a cracked old iphone yes so we used that he's old and then we're gonna also get my brother to be an actor and if you have not watched this video i want you to go watch it i don't if you have watched this video we're telling you everything um and then shout out to Remington because yes, he shout out to my brother. He uh, really hooked it up for us. Most viral video we have on our channel. And um, we brought the drama. And then this video went viral for another reason, because apparently I said something about our Sasquatch supporters being more uh, just amazing than. Yeah, you the, said that they were like doper. Than, yeah, that they were doper than the Ace family supporters. And I just said that because like who wouldn't say that? This video got popping off of that, uh, got popping off the drama, and then it got popping, and it got kept getting recommended, and the Ace family members 
start coming at my neck. And if you guys go see the comments, they're all like, what are you talking about? You guys, you guys are trash. Yeah. yeah." So that video went viral for that reason as well. And then that kind of started like an Ace Family beef, like a silent Ace Family beef. Like we never actually had beef with the Ace Family, but like they were doing subliminal messages. Um, They did a, I hate talking about the charity basketball event, Oh but it's only because there's comments and I'm just going to reiterate those comments. They did like a charity basketball event. And that is something that I mentioned in a vlog way before they mentioned it and brought it to life. And then it was also after the little beef that we had as well. And they were dropping like subliminal messages in their vlogs talking about us. And um, they eventually came out with a charity basketball event and like a top comment on one of our vlogs or our challenges is like, yo, Austin stole that from you, all the all that things. Anyways, so not important. I hate talking about this. We only talk about this to ourselves, me and Savannah. It's never been a discussion, but we're letting you guys in on that. Anyways, we kept doing those type of things. We did like a challenge. Our next one is I made a fake account and my boyfriend had no idea. That was when we were I doing long distance. That. Savannah. Thank you. Two million views from Savannah. Wow. Right there. I went off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that was just so much drama. And then the next one is my parents want us to break up. Okay. This, I deserve, what's the, what's the award you get for acting? Oh, uh, Sorry, I get Oscar. them mixed up. An yeah. Oscar. I almost said a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. I, I get an Oscar. You have, you. <laughs> I'm the queen of acting. Yeah. You definitely went off on this I one. cannot say that about myself. Yeah. I'm just going to let you. No, but, but I, I feel like when we were like super invested in pranks. Yes. I feel like I truly like became an actress in oh, a sense. I see. Because you had to channel, right? Am I good actress? Yes, but then at the same time, I watched these, uh, we used to watch these pranks. And, and we're like, they're terrible actors. They're terrible actors. So like we didn't have to be, we went so deep into the storyline that it, and it wasn't even necessary for us to do that at all. Guys, I'm laughing because my wife is <laughs> digging in her nose. No, you guys, listen. Okay, I wasn't picking my nose. I do pick my nose. Like, obviously, everyone picks their nose. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. But, no, I have a dry spot. Ooh, do you ever get those? I think so. It's, like, right on the inside of your nostril, and it's, like, a dry piece of skin, and it hurts so bad. Oh, yes. So I was trying to get it out, but Josh Ouch. wasn't supposed to expose me, and he did I'm sorry, I couldn't focus on that. <laughs> so we're doing the challenges. We're doing the pranks. We're getting our friends involved. We never collabed. We only collabed once and it was the best collab ever with our friend Neza and it was oh, a prank about that and that went viral so I was like thank god because we didn't we weren't about the collab life I don't know why mainly because yeah we were doing everything that everyone else was doing but we weren't about the life that they were living yeah that speaks so much to us we were so fake yeah we were very lost we were and in the YouTube world yes like we weren't lost behind the scenes but like what we were putting out you guys would no one knew anything about actually who we were no because all we were doing was pranks and eating 100 chicken nuggets in 10 <laughs> minutes <laughs> Ew. is that video still up oh my goodness um so yeah we were doing that and then we essentially stopped and this is where like kind of life hit um and it actually was it in the beginning i don't know we were grinding for a second though um and then we stopped and you went on tour and then we were doing like our, our actual jobs and we weren't making enough money on YouTube to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. It was strictly, we were like 
we have to continue dancing. You have to continue touring. And it was also something we loved to do. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't want to quit doing like what we were actually doing in LA. At all. So it wasn't our full-time job. And then I remember it was around Christmas time and a, viral, a video of ours went viral. It might have been the... Uh, it was the lyric prank. The lyric prank, mm-hmm. the Ace Family beef situation, because that didn't go viral off the jump. Well, yeah. So let me just say really quick, it was crazy too, because we were grinding. Like we... Hard posted i don't know how many times a week we were posting but we were shooting videos a lot and Mm -hmm. posting a lot and getting no views zero like no views no comments but and i it's crazy that we were like i mean that's what you have to do like you have to not care about the views or whatever Mm -hmm. you know the like that's not what we were after we were just having fun doing it yeah it was and it was definitely a a hobby yeah and then anyway so you can carry on so then Uh, one of our videos yeah then one of our videos went viral and then me and savannah I met you in Portland for Christmas or something like that. And we came back to like 20,000 subscribers off of like one viral video. We were growing so fast. It was so easy to grow. Oh, yeah. In 2017. Like, we can't even... We've been stuck at the same amount of subscribers for a lifetime now. Oh, now. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, it it's was... crazy. Like, if you had one viral video, you could get, like, subscribers crazy. Easy. So... We got that and we were like, we need to capitalize off this. And we tried our hardest to like super, like if I knew what I knew now, back then, like I would have capitalized on that viral video so, like so much more. Um, So we tried to capitalize, but then I keep saying this, we, I feel like we fumbled the YouTube bag. Yeah. Do do you know that phrase, fumbled? Yeah, like in football. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We fumbled the you. I think we fumbled the YouTube bag, and I'm saying that in all in jokes or whatever. Because right now, where we're in, we are happy with you know the content that we make now and stuff like that. But uh, if we didn't go on, if we grind even harder and like like I said, capitalized off those few viral videos, I definitely think our channel would either have grown more and we would have went to like a different level in YouTube. Now, it sucks to say that because it's like a two-edged sword. Like, we would have had to keep doing the the content that we didn't want to do mm-hmm. at all. And um, that's when we stopped and we didn't want to do that uh, anymore. So yeah. I feel like even because we so we started doing long distance and that's when it was really hard for us to even post on YouTube anymore. Yep. And that was at the prime time of pranks challenges people were growing like crazy starting channels and blowing up we should have been doing that and what we were trying to do we were trying to like do like long distant pranks or Which like worked sometimes that's, yeah, yeah i wrote that down like that it, it kind of worked in a sense and we were still getting like it was so easy to get 100k 200k on a prank like all you had to do was even if it was a vlog just throw the prank in the beginning the title in the beginning easy 100k and no one even would watch the vlog because the prank would be over so um we knew that stuff would pop off and it kind of did um but then we just start seeing a dip on youtube all in general it was not easy to grow on youtube anymore um it wasn't easy to post a video and get the views um and no one unless and we're obviously speaking for like they're just a certain bag of creators because we're not talking about the mr beast or the like the ace families and i can't think of the other ones but like the ones who you know you're guaranteed getting a million plus views um but for us we were what were we stuck at were we stuck at like 200k or like i can't remember we were stuck at a number i feel like it was like 230k or something 
for so long. And that's when we noticed, okay, we're probably not going to grow anymore. This is, this is it. And, um, I'm trying to think YouTube just became super oversaturated. Everyone was either always asking us, Hey, uh, how do you create a YouTube channel? Everyone just wanted, it was like the hot thing to do. And I think it still is to a certain extent, but it's definitely not what it used to be Mm-mm. back in the day. Um, so YouTube became oversaturated couples channels and was a thing. Family channels was a thing. And that's when we just weren't happy with the content that we were creating. Nobody, you and I, didn't want to do the pranks anymore. I literally remember we were shooting pranks and we would have to like either reshoot it or we get into argument because the prank, we didn't feel like it hit yeah. as hard. Yeah. And we, I just remember like dreading it. Yeah. We were like, Oh, we got to, we'd be like, okay, like let's figure out this prank. But isn't it crazy too now to think back? Like that was so easy in a sense, like to what we put into our videos now yeah. and how much time it takes like for you with editing and, just like planning out even vlogs, right. it's a totally different ball game. Like how easy was it? Not easy, easy. We still like put thought into our fake pranks, mm-hmm. but just to set the camera up and do an acting, it's one take and mm-hmm. then we're done. Yeah. And, and, uh, we had to now, so now with our content, so let's just fast forward to like right now. Um, let's fast forward to right before we got pregnant. When usually on YouTube, people, people gravitate to like storylines and people gravitate to um, big life update things. And that's sometimes like how your channel grows. So let's talk about pregnancy. Let's talk about moving content. What else? Marriage. Um, Marriage. Oh yeah. Getting married. Like your wedding video could grow you and things like that. And like I said, our channel was on a standstill for a while. And then I feel like it kind of picked back up a little bit once we got pregnant and start posting that content and i will say this (laughs) i keep saying we fumbled bags but like we didn't super dive into that content either like we could have like super heavy like every single vlog after we get pregnant is like a pregnancy vlog but we didn't we didn't want to go that route um and then obviously after she got here we could be just exposing our child and just having rye on every single thumbnail every single video and just all those things but there is a healthy balance to doing that but um we could have i believe could have like utilized our daughter and -hmm. had our channel grow to a certain extent but um let's just talk about now what like all of the work consists of to like creating just our everything creating a youtube channel and maintaining that channel and things like that because i feel a lot of people don't really know exactly, not exactly what we do, but like exactly what all it takes to like even just to even just get like a thousand views on YouTube mm-hmm. is is kind of tough. And I think it can start with studying. I'm, I've told you guys this all the time, like study, study, study. Just how you like, you know, you're studying in school. For me, studying YouTube is, you know, watching uh, people that are in the same space as us, watching people who aren't in the same space as us that are doing it successful um, and, and just kind of just borrowing what they're doing to a certain extent and just making it your own. You can make, anyone can make anything their own. I, I truly believe. And that's just, you know, just another form of being creative. Um, so with our YouTube channel though, what, um, 
when we found our footing, what was like the main thing that we wanted to like for people to to take from our videos? Like once we like shifted our content, what do you think? Um, um, we want what do we want people to take away from our? I think will we content? we want to like encourage and inspire others kind of through our love. That yep. was kind of like our little slogan. Mm-hmm. But I think our videos, I don't know now, like or even when we kind of shifted. Yes, we I think we. I don't know. How do I say this like humbly, but we encourage and inspire people without like sitting down and giving them an encouraging message. If that makes sense, like just through our everyday life, even Mm -hmm. if we're not talking about our faith Mm -hmm. or something encouraging Mm -hmm. like to, you know, it's just us making a coffee or us going shopping. And that is from hearing what you guys hearing the feedback that we get from you guys, you guys are telling us certain things that, you know, Hey, when you do this, this encourages me or I get so many DMS from fellas, which is so encouraging to see like, yo, you may not know this, but you know, just the way you love on your family and you love on your daughter and your wife, uh, that really encourages me. I'm not married or have a kid yet, but like when I do, I'm going to be coming back to these videos just to watch and see that and things like that. And that right there is encouraging. So we take that we look at that and we're just like, okay, we need to, uh, let's keep doing what we're doing. You guys are like, you guys are liking that type of content. Yes. You know, sometimes we'll sit down and do like a sit down video or even just talk in a vlog and things like that. And uh, that's why we made this podcast too. So we can talk more about it. But, um, regardless, we're just going to vlog our life and hopefully, you know, you guys are encouraged and inspired by that. Um, so with, with planning our content, though, it's it's definitely also difficult because we're in full time ministry right now, or I am. And um, with planning it, it, it right now, I feel like we have a what's the word a flow mm-hmm. to a certain extent, mainly because of just like the shift. When you're on YouTube, you have to shift so much your mindset, how you do things, your content, and the shift that we realized was Savannah with becoming a new mom or whatever. I would kind of take the reins and kind of not being the face of the channel because I'm not, it's it's my wife and Rye, like my wife said, she, or did you say that on the, I think I was on the vlog. Yes. Savannah is the main character. Um, (laughs) but, um, as far as planning the vlogs and how we go about the vlogs, um, she kind of leaves that up to me Mm -hmm. and then we just kind of just flow with whatever in the, in the, uh, in the vlog. And mm-hmm. I think that's worked out for us. Yeah, no, definitely. I think we always have, you come to me usually with like an outline yes. and kind of, this is what the vlog is going to look like. What do you think? And especially like with a title too, mm-hmm. like we kind of start with a title and we kind of see the consensus of, um, like the last vlog and what the comments we're talking about and things like that. Now we're saying this, like, it's just like a, uh, a cakewalk. YouTube is so hit or miss when it comes to posting content. Um, I could be thinking y'all want this type of content and then we post it and it doesn't do as hot as a vlog or whatever. Um, Like for instance, this last video we posted, we did like, you know, unpopular opinions about, you know, parenting and things like that. And we did, we did a video similar with marriage topics, unpopular opinion. And that video did good, but this video didn't do as as good as we thought it would do. And yeah. it could be because of like the shift 
in our channel and the shift of our audience and things like that. Like that's where the YouTube work doesn't stop looking yeah. at analytics. And what are you going to say? I was just going to say, it's kind of hard for us too right now because we're trying to figure out how many of our, the people watching us, are they parents? Are they like, you know, expecting? Cause right. I think when, when we found out we were pregnant, a lot of people gravitate that are either parents or they're pregnant too. They like to watch other people that are going through the same things as them, mm -hmm. but now sharing, our um, parenting topics, it might kind of show us, okay, maybe we don't have as many parents watching us as we think. And right. how many of the people actually watching us are just single and would rather hear about our take on relationships exactly. like versus parenting. Yeah. I did a, a poll on my Instagram not that long ago and I asked how many of you guys are moms, mm -hmm. like just curious. And I was shocked. I thought majority of them would be, but they, it was that, no, I can't remember the exact percentages, but it was way like moms was only like maybe like 15%. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's interesting with our YouTube, like with our analytics on YouTube, it's so just, you know, we'll see the eight, we see the age range, we see the gender, we see who's subscribed, who's not subscribed watching. Um, we see watch time and stuff like that, but like personal, things i feel like there needs to be a a section for hey are you a family or and the question of like i don't like asking this all the time but we do on youtube but like why are you watching us yeah and <laughs> you guys are so sweet because majority of the time you guys just say we just love anything that you guys post and uh post anything that's that's why but sometimes it, it helps us but then i feel like we've we've got a piece between savannah and i and our content to where it's just like let's just post what makes us happy and content and if if that is if that's what we're thinking all the time then it'll show on camera people will will gravitate to that and i think we've we've done that like we've done uh the dance series that we did which i loved so much because it was both of us in our bag of uh savannah dancing and then i was doing music and then savannah teaching me and then me teaching savannah um how to dance because i am the better dancer oh, wow. um, <laughs> joking um but it's like i didn't have to say joking we know <laughs> you're the professional dancer um but like we saw that we saw one video go viral and then we were like okay let's capitalize off of that and let's just continue keep doing the series and, and we it, did like dance content for a while we did and that mm -hmm. was like the like that was all of dallas and um and then like the baby content we knew that we were gonna post um you finding out and me finding out and things like that and me finding out actually took off not even on youtube it took off on tiktok and reels mm -hmm. that video resurfaced everywhere which i need my check bottle away because i mean i was the reason why it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that video didn't even pop off on youtube and this and uh it's not like we were also trying to do that that was with YouTube, everything we post now is just stuff that we ha document and just kind of want to share with you guys, like we're doing with this podcast, to either encourage or help you out in your everyday life. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, this is like a side situation, but I think about all of our pregnancy content. Yes. I think I've talked to you about this, and I feel like with our next baby, like, you know, God willing, if we're having a next baby, which... Mm -hmm. I want a million babies. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, She's not at all. But anyways, I don't know. I've told Josh, like, I don't know if I want to share everything that, that we shared um, regarding our pregnancy. Like and what? Like, 
I'm just trying to just have my pregnancy in private and then we just have our baby. That would be so dope. It would be kind of hard to do. I mean, but it it can happen to where really. it can happen to where people know you're pregnant. And but what if they just don't know? Well, I mean, eventually I'll just only show my upper body. <laughs> you guys, now that I like spilled this tea, if yes. you guys start watching our vlogs and you're like, why isn't Sav showing her whole body? Then you're going to know. So I just kind of ruined it for myself. You really did. But I mean, they're going to people are going to have their thoughts regardless. Oh, definitely. And that's like the other side of YouTube. I saw our friend Kyra post um, on her story. What did she say? Oh, YouTube. I forgot. Someone said Little Miss like doesn't care about some like oh, what other people miss think. Thing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a Little Miss. <laughs> I keep saying that. And y'all are probably like, what? Um, and she said that YouTubers, she feels like YouTubers have the toughest skin because of the comments and stuff that we deal with. And I almost can. I think I can agree with that. Yeah. Especially with us, with the comments that we have got and the um the messages and dms and it's usually from people who really don't rock with us or whatever but those type of messages really can get to you and it has gotten to us before and um especially with us being interracial marriage interracial couple um you know we've done videos to where we've exposed our comments because we've gotten some comments that are just so racist like why is this white girl with him and she's only with him because he's black and all this stuff worse things than that i didn't even scratch the surface of things that people actually say um and then like forget the race stuff like people are always just uh coming just for you as a person and because they think they can uh no, they think they know you from like a 10 to 15 minute video. Um, so I, I agree with that because, you know, certain comments can definitely get under your skin and you be down and not want to shoot content. And I feel like it's all a part of the burnout and all those things as well. And um, yeah, I don't know how I got to comments. Yeah. I forgot what you said. Oh, I talked about never sharing our next baby until she's yeah, here. Exactly. I actually said she. Baby, we're not pregnant. I know, I know, but oh, I said she. I know. But like, we, it was just default. I know. But you want a boy. I'm, I, we're not talking about that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> miss, I want a little miss. You said you want to keep it private, but talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> little miss, quit calling me that. Okay, yes, ma'am. So, is our daughter up? Is she, we have to end this podcast? She is. We're looking at the monitor. Still asleep. She's still asleep. Let's keep it going for a little bit. Um. So, what else another thing is like creating content that's worth watching like yeah this is something that we deal with but like yeah we can vlog and you guys see our everyday life and you claim that you know we'll watch whatever but it has to be entertaining of some sort the kardashians aren't that show isn't amazing just because you're watching them make a coffee even though that would be amazing content. Yes, because I make great coffee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm talking about the Kardashians. No, oh yeah, oh, okay. no, yeah. I feel, yeah, like we think we're watching reality mm-hmm. and none of this is actually reality. Right. Like the Kardashians, this is all production. Mm-hmm. This is all. It's for the cameras. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, so um, with us, we're always like, okay, this title has to be clickable. It's not clickbait. It's clickable. People need to want to click on the video because that is how we make a living. I just I'm saying this very stern because we get the clickbait comments. 
And what is clickbait? Click it's you click on it. You have to click on it. Yeah, the, we need you. To we click. need you to click on the video. And if you choose to stay or not, then bam. But um, we have to think about that in our content, though. Too, we have to grab your attention. Like we're making long form content. This isn't TikTok to where we, you know, we only have a few seconds. In this video, in videos, we we want to keep your attention for the whole twelve to fifteen minutes. And nine times out of ten, we usually don't. You people are either skipping or just closing out, or they came and got what they needed to see, and they don't, you know. But there is like a small percentage of the OGs who watch through, and we know y'all because y'all are always commenting that you guys are watching our bloopers at the very end of the video, and you guys are saying that's the best part. Um, which is like, dang, mm-hmm. the content is good. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, when we're planning the vlogs, or when, let me not say planning the vlogs. When we're thinking about our day, because we vlog our day, it's our daily life. When we're thinking about our day, okay, hey, babe, um, does it make sense? You're getting a package from Amazon today. Does it make sense for you to open this up on camera? Is it just baby wipes? Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Let's do that. But okay, maybe it's something that can help somebody and you want to recommend it. Okay, bet. All right, let's sit down. Let's plan that in the vlog. You should definitely sit down and do that. Or, um, going to a new restaurant you're planning on going to a new restaurant or your family's in town or anything we're always thinking of okay how can we make this vlog a better vlog than the last vlog and it's tough it's super tough because like we said youtube is hit or miss and you never know if that video is actually going to do good or if people actually care about what you're saying and um sometimes it makes you just want to quit yeah <laughs> you know what's crazy though i feel like youtube feels like such a safe space versus instagram to me go for it like i feel as like, a creator yeah okay. like i feel like on youtube i feel so much more like i can just be myself and i don't know maybe it's because on instagram i don't daily vlog like right. i'm not talking to, i don't i rarely talk to my story on Instagram, mm-hmm. unless I'm doing something like branded, I feel like it's rare that I pick up my phone and talk to my story, but yeah. vlogging, that's all we do. So I wonder if that's why I feel like it's a safe space. I don't know. I just feel like YouTube is so much more, even though more people see our YouTube stuff, like that's we true. have more uh, subscribers mm-hmm. than I do on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I feel like Instagram is such like a judgmental space and YouTube is more fun. Yeah, I agree. YouTube is fun. It is fun. I mean, and let's just get into like, because sometimes this stuff can't be relatable to you. But if you are wanting to create a YouTube channel, we'll both we'll go back and forth on like advice. But I just feel and this whole thing could have been like a big advice situation. But I will always stick by this saying, do what makes you happy when it comes to creating content. Um, If it's forced It'll show on camera and we've getting those comments and sometimes y'all be wrong too because <laughs> with me, they'd be like, Josh doesn't seem like he's in it today. Yeah. Like one of our recent vlogs, someone was like, why is Josh like not invested or, or not silent like, or yeah. whatever? And like, what if, what? It's like, y'all want me to be real, but like, y'all don't want me to be real at the same time. Like, what if I just didn't have nothing to say at that time? But, um, People will read that and they will, you know, comment about it or they'll message you and things like that. And, and maybe not. It won't happen in the very beginning. Um, you guys know, like in the very beginning, it doesn't just happen. It can happen. 
you know um but especially with just how youtube is nowadays there definitely needs to be strategic planning behind it um but create content that makes you happy create content that you feel comfortable doing that um when you watch it back you're like okay i'm proud of that i'm proud of the way i edited that i'm proud the way of the how this shot looks and um study 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 watch your favorite creators because if you watch your favorite creators you and you're you're happy when you're watching that content okay see if that is like you know perfect for you in your wheelhouse and can can you do that um and just see you know how to do i feel like that's the easiest way to create content like you're watching it and see how you can borrow that or mimic that you know just like uh second by second when you're watching that video okay they did that okay but let me add that and then once you're the repetition kicks in it'll just um it'll just be be in that bag that of yours what do you have i'm no i have a i'm curious if people still want to like create a youtube channel or do people just want to like blow up on tiktok I don't know, but I feel like, let me take it here. I feel like people just want to blow up in general. Yes. Because you, people see what you could have and um, the fancy and the fame and all that stuff. That's yeah. what I, I see. Yeah, it's such a thing now too, like micro influencers. Have you seen that? It's like mm-hmm. all over TikTok. Like, what is that? It's basically like a, a quote unquote like small influencer. So like they'll have maybe like- 5,000 followers or something. Yeah, or like not even mm-hmm. and they'll make- x amount of money and they kind of share like how much they make being a micro influencer and it's just crazy like i don't know i just think tiktok has totally because when we started youtube tiktok was nowhere to be found nowhere it was musically which is so weird Mm -hmm. and now i just feel like tiktok obviously seems like the easier space because you blow up you get one viral tiktok and then you, you kind of have so many like a small platform and then yeah. you can just run with it right i feel like youtube like we said is so much harder to grow mm-hmm. nowadays so mm-hmm. i'm just curious do people still want to create a youtube channel or are they more about tiktok i don't know i'm curious too please message us and see that because i it yeah I'm, I'm curious as well yeah what do you have any advice like what's the first thing like what to for mm-hmm. you that has like helped you with being on youtube or just Instagram, social media in I general. I think it's kind of what you said, but like, don't do what you think needs to be done. Wow, that's great. Like, like tr- the trendy stuff, mm-hmm. if you don't want to. If that's what you love, yeah. and like you, say you love watching like what I eat in a day, and like you want to share what you eat in a day. Mm-hmm. If you love that, and that's like what you're passionate about, then that's great. But if you're doing it just because, okay, like this girl, she's like a fitness girl, she mm-hmm. always shows what she eats, like, she does really well, so I'm going to do this. If you're not passionate about it, then it's not going to come across the same. Because that's what we did in the beginning. Yeah. We were only shooting content just because other people were doing it. Yeah, and we were just trying to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think if you have the mindset of just trying to grow, I mean, yes, there's like a balance because obviously if you're trying to create a career out of social media, like you have to be smart and think of the business side and think of how do I grow? How do I get more followers? Because that's at the end of the day how you become a quote unquote influencer. Right. But I think you have to make sure that you love what you're doing because if you're just putting out forced content, we did that. And mm-hmm. then we had to pivot when we realized this isn't even who we are. Yeah. We don't want to share this stuff anymore. Like we want to actually share who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Then we went through a whole different transition and dip of mm-hmm. losing people because they were like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. Right. Like, So I think if you just start off as your real 
self and just do what you love, then I think that that's going to be the best way. That's good, babe. And I think also with YouTube and social media in general, but pivoting is like a constant thing. And I think I need to tell myself this, like it's okay to be always shifting or trying to, you know, if you weren't comfortable with doing something or you had a, you had a mindset like a few months ago and your mindset is different now, that's okay. Because with YouTube, YouTube is a, like a working, um, organism is that that the word i want to say yeah like kind of like it's always moving always shifting like there's like and we're talking about the app itself and the creators and like what's trending and stuff what's popping one week will definitely probably not be popping the next week and i'm not saying ride those waves or whatever but with that your mind is always going and i'll tell (laughs) definitely when we very very first started my mindset um, I still have those notes from those the titles that we were going to like use and stuff like really? the super cringy challenge clickbait titles. Um, my whole mind on YouTube has shifted to something totally different. And even now, this morning, I have came clean about something to Savannah while I was brushing my teeth that I have been holding on for so, so long to um because in the very beginning i have always wanted to create the content produce the content and edit my own content and no one could be in charge of that it was just the way just the way i wanted to do it and there's nothing wrong with that either and but this morning i was like babe i think we need to do another shift i i think we need to hire an editor like i know we talk about this the last podcast but that was just an idea. I truly think. And why? Because you got to do the pros and cons. I think it'll take our channel to the next level. We're really? fleshing this out right now, talking about See, We haven't had the talk yet. I don't know, man. Go. Well, I'm just saying. I, I want to hear your I voice. just think you're so talented and you just know what you love and and just your editing style. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yes, I think it could take it to the next level mm-hmm. as far as we would have more freedom to shoot and post more. Yeah. But I don't know. We'd have to find like the perfect. Editor. I know that's the, I know I'm saying this like it's going to be easy. It's definitely going to be tough to find someone to mock our editing and how we do things. Like it's the way we do stuff is totally unorthodox to how, you know, YouTubers edit and stuff. And I think that's, you know, uh, a part of the reason why we've been somewhat successful on YouTube. Um, but I think that uh, there are pros to it as far as, like we said, shooting more. I can be a little bit more creative with the shooting and um, also just adding someone else to the team to bring like a different spark to my editing. Yeah. What are you about to but say? I just think about like, I don't know. There's just so many things that go into editing. Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. say there's a segment where I'm making coffee and you know, because I feel like we just know that you're going to use no audio and it's just going to be like the sound of me dropping the ice and pouring the coffee. And then that's that moment. Mm -hmm. But if someone else is looking at it, they're going to be like, Oh, maybe they want like a montage with music over this. Mm -hmm. And, And that's where I need to like get more counsel and ask advice on how do I articulate that to an editor? Because there's definitely ways to, articulate i i've i've already flushed it out in my head as to um certain things that are non-negotiables like when it comes to our editing like definitely this or it could be video by video 
Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, would you have to send someone a play-by-play of what you want edited, and that would that end up being more work for you than to just sit down and do it yourself? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Because then, yeah, definitely not. I mean, if I can tell someone, you know, because you know, directing is my first love. So if I'm telling someone how, it's definitely easier than me sitting down and spending four to five hours editing. Yeah. To a certain extent. Like I could definitely, someone could edit a Q&A, sit down, no problem. Oh yeah, but we're, no, we're talking about our vlogs. That, that we're, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah, Savannah doesn't know yet. I I mean, it's your decision, clearly, because you're the one that does Well, no, the it's work. our decision, because this is, we're hiring someone. I know, but you do, you do the work, so like for you to find the person. I think you should edit our vlogs. Baby, I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> you just have to teach me. Yeah. What are you looking at? <laughs> um so yeah we were i don't know how we just got flushed off into that but i was saying that to say pivoting and um it's okay to pivot it's okay to think about other things to make your channel grow or just to create ease on you right now i'm going back and forth with you know finding an editor and i need to be okay with having that thought like i don't have to fight myself on Oh, no you don't need one okay but let's think about it like youtube you have to like think about certain things and um give stuff a try in a sense because if you don't give it a try then i feel like your channel will be stagnant and our channel is kind of stagnant right now and we have and we love our sash squad that is rocking with us right now like y'all aren't stagnant y'all are always growing and um always you know supporting us and things like that but as far as like analytics wise there are certain things that probably need to be shifted for our channel to continue to grow um, in a lot of ways, not just subscriber count, but in just a lot of ways, just continue to grow and for us to grow as people. Always got to keep growing. That's good. Baby. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I said I love you to, to the dude because I just be saying I love you randomly. Yeah. No. And I think maybe you thought you were like, talking to uh the vlog because we always say like love you guys at the end so maybe we're all we're, i don't know we still don't know to this day why i said that <laughs> anyways well that is going to be the end of this podcast our daughter's probably going to be waking up soon um and we're also vlogging today um this vlog will be up when you see this when you when you're listening to this and um you guys can go watch it and Tell me what you think about that vlog and tell me what you just think about our vlogs in general if you watch our vlogs. But we love you guys, sweetheart. Do you have anything to say? No. Come on, one thing. Ooh. What's happening today or anything you want to say? I don't have anything, man. Anything. Baby, I don't have just anything. Just one thing. You're putting me on the spot. I know, but you can literally, anything, your dress. Oh, I got my dress altered? I don't know. Anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Guys, I'm in a wedding in August and I got it altered. Savannah look bad in this dress. I have already called it. I think we're getting pregnant on the, the day you wear that dress. Okay, we said that we're oh, not oh, sharing. You're right, remember? You're right. You're right. But anyways, Woo-wee! you guys will see it probably on my Instagram later in life. Good. I'm so glad you had something to say. See, it can literally be anything. Babe, you it can literally be our dog Rue is falling off the couch right now. She is? While she's napping. Oh, I love her. All right. We love you guys. And thank you for listening to the For Us podcast. A pod- the podcast that is for you and for us. <laughs> the podcast that is for you. You say the next part. And for us. All right. That's so cringy or what? 
It sounds cringy the way we're saying it. Oh. But we'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Love you guys.